I realized what I was doing and I couldn't stop myself. And <laughs> as he was walking away, he was like, oh, you're, thank you're, you. throwing, like, you're throwing alligator slangs with him or something. Like, I was like, yeah, no, no worries. <laughs> Welcome to episode 132. This episode two is going to talk about the world loses a hero, DC fandom does not disappoint, and Anton does some side gigs. I'm Antonis. I'm Anton Bois. I know you've kind of restarted your side business. Um, yeah, so I'm restarting. Well, uh, starting my new business, just designing officially. Uh, yeah, yeah, officially. Uh, I could do logos, websites. I'm plugging by my business here. Um, yeah, pretty much well, any I mean, type of design. T- to be fair, our logo, uh, deep dives and rabbit holes. Uh, mm-hmm. For anyone that doesn't remember beer knots, those logos. That, that's all mm-hmm. you. Yeah. <laughs> our website is all you. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, you're you're you promoting your business is the whole podcast. So mm-hmm. uh, before I get into my question, I didn't get to share this last week because I didn't have a beer to use with it. Mm-hmm. But for my birthday, Martha got me uh, those little silver cubes that like the, for chilling drinks, so that it doesn't water it down stuff like mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. it also had and i sent you a picture right now these elongated elongated rods with a weird thing at the end and okay. those are for bottles so they have a little chiller liquid inside the, the metal uh, rod and you slide that into your bottle and boom like this i just said so that's like for that. wine no that's for beer okay so this what is a beer set for? yeah it's a beer set yeah i've seen i've seen um i've seen stuff beer like bliss. this before but i've only seen it um for wine uh there's a company called okay beer bliss yeah okay yeah there's a company here in orlando called um or corksicle you've probably heard of them mm-hmm. they're kind mm-hmm. of like a world known now like they they do all different types of bottles but their original idea was to put a icicle in the middle of a uh a wine bottle so that's why they call it yeah. corksicle um and yeah, and then yeah, uh, I, they they started doing like other things too, like cooler bag and stuff for women, so then they could put their wine in there. Uh, yeah. yeah, the the corkscrew one actually looks like an icicle, right? They actually try to make it shape like a like a little spike. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen those like a total wine. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, no, but I like I first time trying it out because mm-hmm. I haven't had any beer bottles to use mm-hmm. for some time. But no, I like it. I was wondering if how it would flow, but that's nice. Kind of curious about right, the think. actual ice cubes. Oh, that's the thing too. I always thought that they were just metal cubes, but um, I shook them and they have like the cooling liquid in, inside. Yeah, so it's like, like gel have the ice liquid. Packs. Yeah. Uh huh. So that's why it just stays long, colder longer. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, cool. All right, I thought. So my question was: so since we finished recording last week, mm-hmm. um, that's the week I had time off from work, and I just started thinking about like the stuff I'm doing, like as hobbies kill the time stuff like that and i had a question like do i have any marketable hobbies not skills hobbies uh and i realized i don't because my hobbies mainly pertain us podcasting which that is not a money a money bag (laughs) these days Mm -hmm. uh unless you're already famous or well pretty much it um or video games which again that's another thing that gets (laughs) it's it's so Uh, i'd say you start streaming (laughs) i don't know 
just an idea. I'm not that, but I'm not that, but you've heard me on game. Like I'm not that social when I'm gaming. I'm very focused. I, mm-hmm. I sometimes forget I'm on a team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's when I started like, all right, well, what would I like to do? And everything I thought about came back to, to do this, I need this skill. And then I'm like, all right, well, what else do I want to do? Oh, to do this other thing. Well, I need this skill too. And pretty much long story short, it all points back to computer design. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's when I started like looking up like Photoshop and stuff and asked you about like uh like those courses I saw online stuff like that for Photoshop. Um I have not purchased it mainly because I had some unexpected expenses thanks to my dentist. Mm-hmm. Um but I'm thinking about it. Like it's I don't know. Say say I design stickers, it's something I can design and just have on Etsy or something like that and just have it like ongoing, same design, same stuff like that. Like I don't have to customize them that often. Uh, it might not fully subsidize the cost of Photoshop, but at least it'd help out. But still, yeah, it's like what two fifty for the year? About yeah, around there. Yeah, it depends what package you buy. Which mm-hmm. I also there's two versions of Photoshop, which I I have no idea what's the difference between the two. Photoshop is. Express, right? No, photo- I'll show you. I I think one's more about the cloud storage than the other one. Um. But yeah, that's what kind of threw me off. But yeah, mm-hmm. so that, that's my question. And I mean, besides computer design for you, like what, what other hobbies or skills do you think you'd be able to make a, a side business with or extra side business? Um, besides your besides your photoshopping skills. <laughs> I was thinking of doing, well, it, it's still, you know, is considered as part of what I'm doing. I was thinking uh-huh. of like uh, doing like some type of advertising magazine, like because I know that there's a lot of people that, well, I'm giving oh, ideas away. Um, well, we've talked about this a while, a while ago too, mm-hmm. like years ago. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, um, yeah. But, um, but see, I, but see I kinda, it all comes back to it all comes back to design. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it, everything is made by design. Um, yeah, yeah I, I always wanted to like play, or you know, I, I like playing board games. So I was thinking, like, you know, maybe making our own game or something, something like that. You I know? thought about that too. Yeah, because the thing is that I, it, it, realistically. Um, you can make pretty good money with that if you have like a really fun game to play. It's it's a hard market to get into because mm-hmm. the market is owned by less than a handful of big companies that, you know, yeah. big big umbrella companies that own the different brand names that we know so well. Yeah, but that's uh, why however, there's a Kickstarter. Yeah, exactly. Kickstarter mm-hmm. is another one. Uh, again, that's kind of like catching lightning in the bottle there. Mm-hmm. But if you do get a good game off the ground, that game can last for years. Mm-hmm. Like just non I mean, uh, I'm, I'm looking at this deck now, like Munchkin, that came out in early 2000s and didn't really pick up until what the last 10 years mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um it's yeah, i mean katan that one's decades and that's yeah, really picking that up guys is he a millionaire or, or did he sell the game to somebody uh i think he eventually sold it to somebody yeah um but yeah like it's, it's stuff like that like it's like it's it's small but i mean it's something that it cannot be your main focus or at least it's it's gonna <laughs> suck if it's your main focus yeah uh but if you can do it as a side thing as a side hobby mm-hmm. it's nice you know if it if it if it if it picks up steam cool if it doesn't then you just have fun i just saw um hot ones come out with their own game have you seen that it, uh, it comes in the, a box. The, the app right oh no no i was i, I was looking at the app yeah so it, it comes in a box and uh it's it's kind of like cards against humanity it's called truth or dab and uh, it comes with a hot sauce and a couple of oh. spoons <laughs> so basically truth or dab and then you would uh take a shot of that 
hot sauce. Oh, that's horrible. That's yeah. horrible. Um, you know, what? I I did get into. I don't, I don't know how to put it in here because I'm not gonna go too far into it. But I'll, I'll go into it since you're talking about streaming. Uh, I did get into tabletop on YouTube. Um, Will Wheaton's show. Yeah, I love that show. Uh, it got uh, canceled. Got canned. It did. It did. But and it it was I mean, it was fun and I liked the editing. The editing did, they did was great just because it wasn't over the top editing, but it also wasn't lazy editing where you kind of the show kind of dragged on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, even against Cards Against Humanity, like in between the times that they were thinking about what cards they wanted to play, they just would throw up like random like altered uh, Cards Against Humanity cards that says uh, nobody wants to see people thinking stuff like that or <laughs> this time is boring, we'll save mm-hmm. you time stuff like that. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Yeah, stuff like that. And oh, dude, speaking of uh, our last episode, uh, I I fell asleep watching Tabletop and I woke up probably like thirty minutes later and it was an episode with Grant Imahara. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, oh dude, yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. The the Dracula one or something, Dracula's mm-hmm, Fear mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, I was yeah like, he, oh, he's dude. a regular on that show. I, I think he was, he is, he's been he, on it a couple of times. Yeah, there was yeah. another one. That I think there was like the desert for it was. But yeah, he's he's been on a couple of times and it's it, it was nice to see him like just like that. But it's also like such a hard thing to like to like, oh, that's a, that's a, that's still too soon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, I, I guess another bankable uh, hobby that I think can make money would be video editing. It's not designing, it's editing. <laughs> No, you're right. No, yeah. that's true. So I, I'd say like, you know, video vlogging it's, is something I, I probably want to do. Yeah, it's, uh, well, you for you, that's an option. Because uh, I, I was talking to my coworker about this and she's like, well, what about the skills from you doing your podcast? Because she asked about the podcast and I explained to her why that is not mm-hmm. a money, mm-hmm. a money pit right now, or it is a money pit right now. Um, And she's like, well, what about the editing? I'm like, yeah, at the same time too, it's like, it's also skills that I'm confident with. Like it's, mm-hmm. I can do, I'm, I'm very, I'm proficient in editing both video and audio but it's not something i would be willing to charge people for <laughs> like mm-hmm, i don't mm-hmm. think i'm that good enough to charge somebody mm-hmm. um that might be a confidence thing too but also realistically like that's going to cause problems <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. um so unless you want to be unless you want me to like bug you every uh every other day hey anton i uh i lost the file how the hell do i recover this dude <laughs> <laughs> Like no, no no that's the raw file I want the edited one the the last version I had <laughs> it, talking about that that's very interesting because um recently I think I, I saw one of the new features that they have is uh on on Photoshop mm-hmm. when your file gets uh, corrupted or 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 it just shuts off all of a sudden you yeah. can you can restore it from the cloud the cloud saves it oh the creative cloud or whatever yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, it comes in handy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was talking to Martha about the prices of Photoshop. And she goes, I thought it, I thought it was a one-time buy. I'm like, well, yeah, but then people complained it was too expensive. And then when people did buy it, it would, they would just hold on to it for decades, like years. They wouldn't update their, their, their Photoshop or their, their editing yeah. software. Yeah, it's kind of stupid because, just, uh, let's say you use a newer version, the, old one can't open it anymore no. oh really yeah oh that's that's the uh, only reason why i have to upgrade every single year now i'm just using whatever version that they have because of the sus- yeah and that's, subscription. What told, and that's that's what i told her she's like yeah. how much was the the one time buy i'm like it used to be i think at least 800 but it keep giving the thousands depending what, what what you got right yeah yeah uh i'm like now it's 200 which i'm like that's about right Mm-hmm. They probably get like significant improvements every four years, so that kind of breaks out even. Yeah. Um, well, I, I yeah. used to remember people going to like Fry's and Micro Center to buy the the software and then go home and uh-huh. burn it <laughs> and then return it. 
<laughs> Dude, speaking of Micro Center, I uh, I drove by Micro Center, and it's funny because I remember Micro Center being out in the middle of nowhere, like nothing being around it. Yeah, tested. And now it's, yeah, and tested. And now it's so developed there. It's neighborhoods. I almost didn't see Micro Center. It's like in a shopping center now. <laughs> Are they still in business? <laughs> yeah. But the last I saw, I still, I still saw the sign. Wow, that's crazy. Those guys have yeah. been around like since... Forever. That's like uh, yeah. It's been a comp- a, a lesser competitor to fries around here. Fries yeah. definitely took the market. Um, but yeah, it's, it's such a weird thing. Anyways, uh, all right, Anton. So and that was it for my question. That's kind of what the thought I had the last two weeks. Um, maybe within the next month or so, I'll revisit by um, well, subscribing to. <laughs> um, to Adobe, but or to a Photoshop, but we'll see. Um, definitely, I mean, it's definitely something I need. I think if anything, it'll motivate me to start creating things rather than just having them sitting on software. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Micro Center still in business, closed. Uh, surprisingly, there's a couple of them. <laughs> there's um, yeah. Tustin, Colorado, um, Georgia, Chicago. Man, there's a lot of actual. They're yeah. so spread out compared to Fries. <laughs> yeah, they they are very. Spread. <laughs> Uh, Houston, Dallas. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, they're mm-hmm. All right, that's all. Uh, ready into news? Yeah, let's get into news. Well, we have to start off our new segment here with uh, some very sad news that we heard about last night, mm-hmm. uh, Ch- Friday night. Uh, Chadwick Boseman, uh, who played Black Panther, has passed away at the age of 43 uh, from a four-year battle with colon cleanser. Uh, colon cleanser. Colon cancer. Jesus, mm-hmm. that was terrible. Um, and apparently he never revealed his diagnosis publicly um probably just his close family knew about it um but yeah i mean some of the during those four years he gave us uh avengers infinity war and endgame or played black panther in those uh the black panther movie and also made his first appearance in um, captain america civil war uh, and then he also did other movies uh get on up which was part of our summer movie draft a couple years ago uh where he played james brown and also uh 42 the jackie robinson story yeah so, um, there was a picture that came out, I think last year where he was super skinny. Oh no, um, that was this year. That was, April. that was this year. Yeah. He was promoting, he, he was, promo- he was promoting operation 42 or something like that. Yeah. They, that was this year. I was, I was talking to my friends about that one. Yeah. It was kind of weird. Like we were talking about it too, I think. And, yeah. uh, my thought was he probably got skinny for a role. Um, but apparently not. Well, so and I think that's because because the fans did react right away. People did not recognize him up until they introduced him. Like if somebody held up the picture and, and didn't say who he was, they wouldn't recognize him. Um, but his defense was, or his explanation was, uh, his body type is naturally super thin, and he has to work to gain muscle and to gain body weight in general. Uh, so for Black Panther, he had to work hard to build that muscle. Like it's not like he he had the muscle and had to lose weight. He had to build that muscle. Um, and I, I think for the most part part fans believed it like there was no other news no other rumors of him being sick so they just kind of took it at, at that face value um but then when the news came out of him dying uh that was the first thing that that the news organization started popping up um and then yeah for the last two days it's been nothing but like old videos of him from the last four years yeah. pretty much like the media and fans trying to piece together the clues that we might have missed 
Um, there was one where they were promoting the 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 winter before Black Panther came out. Um, they were they were doing like the you know the, the interviews and stuff like that, and it was a uh, um, it was him, Lupita Nanjiano, and uh, what's the other girl that played uh, Okaye? I forgot her name. Um, but they were they were sitting doing an interview, and uh, he was talking about exchanging letters between him and two kids that were fighting cancer mm-hmm. and how they were hanging on just to see his movie Black Panther coming out like a month or two later uh and he broke down like like mid explanation he broke down he just said that he understood what they were going through but he tried to play it off as um trying to hold on to excitement to for somebody to open a a christmas present Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but like now looking back you're like no at that time he was already dealing with colon cancer colon cancer Mm -hmm. and probably you know was top of mind for him and it just hit him hard yeah yeah it's very tough and i i know that a lot of fans were waiting for black panther 2 uh and the fact that it was supposedly supposed to uh start filming i think uh yeah in the spring and then releasing in 2021 uh 2022 yep yeah wow uh yeah i mean i'm sure that's that's like the least of people's concerns right now like it was mm -hmm. a question that came up but i'm sure that's Mm -hmm. people's concerns Mm -hmm. um yeah it's it's i mean i mean positive thing on this it's kind of sparked a debate for men's health um about especially for minorities uh black community i I guess uh there was a interview on abc that they brought in a a physician to explain you know what signs people should look for uh how often they should get checked and they were saying that traditionally uh, the guy's a guy's 50th birthday is the the check mark for when you should get your first colon colonoscopy uh to check for colon cancer but he was saying that they're seeing more and more in general for guys uh colon cancer is happening sooner but especially in the black community uh for some reason colon cancer seems to hit at an earlier age for black men so now the in general i think the rule is now 45 but if you have any concerns like there's the 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 symptoms he gave were very vague and even he had a pause and say like he said like oh if you have any uh unexpected diarrhea uh constipation uh upsets uh like uh cramping in your stomach whatever so like stuff like that it's just like uh you should get yourself checked out but he paused and goes okay that's not saying that anybody that gets this has colon cancer but if you feel uh, out of it or you just don't feel well, like not normal, and you happen to have those symptoms, it doesn't hurt to get checked. Mm-hmm. It doesn't hurt. Um, yeah. Which I'm sure, I'm sure Chadwick's uh, inability to gain weight, if that, you know, if that was something new, uh, might have been with his body just not being able to absorb nutrients or just the treatment that he was going through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Rest in peace. Uh, yeah. He, he, he made a big impact in our world uh, and uh, he gave everybody a chance to have a hero to look up to so i think that's that's a good thing to leave earth with you know especially with minorities i I think he was the first non-white superhero in the marvel universe Mm -hmm. the mcu at least Mm -hmm. um definitely in dc i think i can't really think of anybody else in dc that that that, uh was a major superhero and uh was not white um but yeah r.i.p uh and there's no easy way to segue out of this so i'm just gonna go with this one uh nintendo switch uh ign has reported uh rumors of nintendo possibly releasing a new nintendo switch quarter one of 2021 so uh early early spring uh late winter uh 2021 uh it's it seems like very minor improvements so improved interactivity and better display uh better quality display so it's it just seems like they're kind of revising it just existing nothing just my guess my guess would be 
Nintendo Switch XL. <laughs> just bigger screen. Yeah. yeah I think I think that's what it would be. It's always the same pattern. They release their mm-hmm. standard, then they release a light version, and then they release the freaking big ass screen. Mm-hmm. Same same pattern every single time. But ever since uh I guess the DS. Mm-hmm. We got the DS, DS Lite, and then we got the DS XL. <laughs> same thing with the Game Boys. <laughs> it keeps getting smaller yeah. and smaller and smaller micro, and then it gets back to its original yeah. size. Especially with the whole quality display thing. I, mm-hmm. I think they are going to try to make it more of a HD, larger experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Anton. So other things that happened actually last weekend was uh, DC Fandom. And uh, we'll go into the the TV and movie stuff that we saw for this segment. Then we'll go into the other stuff in the gaming segment. Uh, first one up, The Batman. We got a teaser trailer and we got to see uh, the villains. Oh, more of the characters, I should say. So Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman. Colin Sorry. Farrell as... Sorry. I have to uh, readjust what you just said. It's DC Fandom. Sorry. Fandom? Yeah, Fandom. Fandom. Damn it. <laughs> Fine, I'm adding an E. There you go. Yeah. Uh, so the Batman, we got a teaser trailer. Zoe Kravitz as the as Catwoman. Colin Farrell as the Penguin. Uh, Paul Dano as the Riddler. And Andy Serkis as Alfred. Uh, yeah, the Penguin was probably the, the most talked about afterwards, mainly because people could not believe that was Colin Farrell. I would not recognize him. Did you see oh, he was in the trailer? I didn't... He was in the trailer. He, he, he had a lot of prosthetics. Oh, uh, okay. I, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, I think I bet you if he's in the... Holy yep. crap. I Whoa, okay. I'm looking at the picture right now. Wow. Okay. Yeah, right. it, I, I wouldn't even think it's him. Right? It, it looks like... um Shoot. Uh, oh crap. I can't remember his name now. He was in uh, The Walking Dead. Oh, my God. Oh, whatever. Uh, but yeah, he just... <laughs> He does not look like oh. him, though. It's so weird, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> For a while, I was, yeah. I was like, okay, it looks like some new actor or some other actor. Uh, right. Wow. Was, he, yeah, you could have told me somebody else and I would have believed it. Um, he, he looks yeah. kind of like that guy in, um, uh, what is it? The guy that's in uh, The Mandalorian. The uh, you know who I'm talking which, about? Which part? The 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 old guy that is kind of like um oh the the one that says uh I have spoken no 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 that's oh, okay I was like t- uh the the other guy the guy that wanted to buy or wanted to uh kill baby Yoda the the one that was working for the oh okay the Empire. okay yeah. yeah 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 uh the the main the main bad guy of season one mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um yeah a little bit a little yeah I don't know I think it's kind of an age difference there but yeah a little bit mm-hmm. um but yeah so that okay so yeah that one's one that people talked about for a while and it was confirmed by the makeup artist the makeup artist was like kind of taking pride to the prosthetics um <clears throat> and uh we talked about paul dano uh back when he was first casted back when we thought it was going to be um uh what's his name the chubby guy yeah I, I think this is a totally different take on on uh on what we are used to for riddler yeah, and I'm kind of curious what Andy Circus is going to bring to the table for Alfred. Mm-hmm. Usually, Andy Circus is used for things that have a lot of green screen or a lot of uh, uh, CGI kind of things that they need him to. To probably CG his character. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Yeah. And and that's, I'm kind of wondering here about like what they're going to do with him. Um, if he just plays straight up, just regular character mm-hmm. as um, I'll be shocked. Uh, let's see here. So yeah, so, I mean the Batman and also side note here, I think they're only like 30% done with the movie. So for them to give this kind of trailer, even if it's a teaser trailer, I was satisfied. I'm like, all right, cool. This is all I need to see. 
Yeah, it looks like a, a completed trailer. It's not even a teaser. Yeah. <laughs> a full yeah, trailer. but like, uh, but I'm pretty sure. I'm like, I wonder how many of these scenes, like, how many of these completed scenes represent what they have on the floor. Like, is this like ninety percent of what they have done? <laughs> <laughs> like, not it's full, it's like, a lot of clips. Uh, I was surprised clips. for them to even show that much for an uh, uncompleted movie. I was gonna say it's a lot of clips. It's a lot of different backgrounds and and scenes, so you know it's different times of the movie. Um I was just expecting a better look at his suit, maybe the Batmobile in a video. Um but yeah, I mean the first <laughs> the first scene I saw with the him riding the motorcycle through like the cemetery or whatever. I'm like, "Oh, I remember that scene. That's the blooper we saw uh, a couple months back of the <laughs> the stunt the stuntman falling down in the in the in the rain." Yeah. All right, I thought. Uh, so the other thing we got to see here is the Suicide Squad. Wait, wait, wait. That's uh, it. We're not going to talk about Robert Pattinson. Why? What was it? The Batman. About <laughs> emo, emo, emo Batman, which just says a lot. <laughs> I, I, I'm just happy that they're actually not lazy with the uh, the spray paint on the eyes. Oh, I, I the, the funny thing is, as a kid, even as a kid, uh, I would say George Clooney's character is probably the most notable one that had it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it bugged me when you could clearly see his mask was not covering up to the island. Like, it was probably just, like, the actual eyeball. And then he would take off the mask and nothing, nothing on his face. I'm like, what? There was makeup there. There was clearly <laughs> makeup there. Uh, yeah. So I kind of like that this is more of a grounded, grounded look at the suit. You know, this mm-hmm. is what he, he he consciously adds makeup around the eyes to uh, complete the the mask. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, year, year two. Uh, so hopefully no real origin story here. Mm-hmm. Uh, more about him just trying to get the handle of things. And I understand they have to do they have to do some some reference to his parents, uh, but let's just hope it's not dragged out scenes again. How many how many times do we have to see the pearls hitting the ground? <laughs> and for the audio listeners, Anton is just shaking his head in disgust. <laughs> All right, are we good? Can, yeah. can I move on now? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, so the Suicide Squad. This is going to be uh, the re not even remake. I say reattempt at the Suicide Squad mm-hmm. with uh, JJ JJ Abrams is pr- directing or just producing. JJ, really? not JJ. Freaking a. Uh, James oh Gunn. God. James Gunn. Thank you. Yeah, he's directing. I, I, I remember the hair. I just remember the, like the weird spiky hair. <laughs> Uh, sorry. Early morning for me. Um, so one of the things that I think led to the fail of the first attempt was it was a lot of characters all at once that we weren't too familiar with. Uh, even like, unless you were like hardcore to the comic books, I don't think you would know them that well. Um, so you didn't really get to build a connection with them before stuff started happening. And when they won, you're kind of like, cool, good for them. <laughs> uh, and this one, they have way more villains. And I, I think some of them are way 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 more or well are are lesser known than some of those we had in the first one i'm kind of scared they're gonna fall into the same uh pit there yeah but also at the same time i i feel like um they let james gunn do what he wants to do with the suicide squad Mm -hmm. so i don't think he's gonna disappoint it's a lot of characters to go through i mean looking at like everything that they were showing in the trailer it's a lot of characters to cover in a, uh, a, a small movie. I mean, not small, but like within the three hour span, probably. Yeah. So we got, we got Rick Flag, which uh, is pretty well known. He's, like, he's in the background a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bloodsport, uh, Blackguard, Captain Boomerang is back. Uh, TDK, Amanda Waller's back, Savant, Peacemaker, Weasel, Polka Dot Man, The Thinker, uh, played by Doctor Who or former Doctor Who. 
Uh, and there's another one, Solsoria, which I'm not yeah. sure what that I, is. I'm happy that they didn't, uh, Same well, they, they sort of did. I think it's, um, what's his name playing Deadshot now? I think, uh, Wait. Mangalo is playing Deadshot. Okay. Uh, is it, I mean, everything I think of Man- Mangalo, I just think of, uh, of, uh, not Deadpool, uh, Deathstroke. Okay, so let's see here. Oh, yeah, that's right. Mangalo is playing uh, Deathstroke. So I, I guess they're not replacing um, Will Smith's uh, Deadshot. Unless you're thinking of each yourself but playing Bloodsport. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited, but I'm cautiously excited for this one. Uh, uh, but yeah, I think this one's coming out next summer, allegedly. We'll see, though. Yeah. Uh, I'm kind of curious. <laughs> right now, I don't know. I, there's, so, there's so many movies coming out soon, too, and... Uh, I really don't know how I feel about going to the movie theater. All right. Uh, next one is uh, okay. Black Adam, right? Yeah, Black Adam. So this is one that people were asking for for a while. Uh, I think ever since Shazam came out, when they heard that The Rock, uh, Dwayne Johnson, for those that don't know, uh, was supposed to be playing Black Adam and appearing in Shazam. Uh, and then he was just removed from the movie to focus more on the character development and, and origin story. And then he was supposed to be Black Adam in Shazam 2. But something happened where they, they we didn't even know Shazam 2 was going to happen at the time. Uh, but now we, we are getting Black Adam in his own movie. Allegedly, he's not appearing in Shazam 2, but people are hopeful that this might lead to uh, them facing off in Shazam 3 if there is one. Uh, I'm not too familiar with Black Adam. I'll, I'll, be, I'll be honest. Uh, mm-hmm. Everything I know is what's been posted by DC and by Dwayne Johnson on social media. Uh, he calls out, again, we don't know much about this, the story for the movie either. Uh, he's calling out the Justice League, but then there's one where he's specific to call the just. he's calling out the Justice Society, which is made of uh, Hawkman, Dr. Fate, Cyclone, and Adam Smasher. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm wondering if those are going to be the four main ones he's going to be interacting with in this movie, mainly because because we know that Adam Smasher is going to be in this movie uh, being played by, uh, what's his name? Nick, or oh, Noah Centineo. 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 Damn it, I can never get his name right. Um, but yeah, that's all we know. There's no other casting showing so far. This isn't supposed to come out until the end of next year, December 2021. Uh, mm-hmm. So, curious. I'm definitely a new superhero to get to know, or villain, whatever. Anti-hero. Did you get the, did you get to see the animated teaser? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I love the how they're doing that especially because of filming restrictions right now mm-hmm. uh, i think that's very clever like nice little teasers mm-hmm. it feels very 300 very yeah. it's a combination of that and uh uh very comic booky like i guess well it's just concept art and then it's just so cool well it reminds me of um i know just size from the comic syndicate i don't know if he's still doing it but he was doing it for a while and there were some other comic book um uh, social media accounts that would do it where they would take the still image and then they would use software to select certain portions of it to move. Oh, so yeah. if mm-hmm. there's a, if there's a waterfall in the picture, the, the, the picture morphs that specific area to make it look like the water's running. Mm-hmm. That's what it kind of reminded me of, but done better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm kind of curious to see what else comes out of this one uh, until, you know, cause I, again, this is kind of a lesser known DC hero, at least in the mainstream. Uh, definitely not one of the Holy Trinity, Batman's Batman, Superman or Wonder woman so yeah we'll see all right uh speaking of the holy trinity wonder woman 1984 we got a new trailer for her movie i i don't know i'm, I'm kind of like just stopped releasing trailers at this point yeah well there's nothing they, they have to because of the movie DC. being pushed back 
But, yeah. Well, yeah, but I don't know. If they keep making new trailers, it's either going to be recycled stuff or they're just releasing more of the movie and eventually somebody on Reddit is going to be posting the, their a full-length like, st- like story from end to end. Not like the full-length <laughs> movie, but we can mm-hmm. piece together the story. Mm-hmm. which is ha- which has happened for like game of thrones or whatever <laughs> oh yeah. yeah uh and then this other bit of news anton that i'm super excited about static shock static shock, shock. Ha- is in early development for a live action movie you remember static shock yeah um what did we wb kids back in the day mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what's that what's that look what's that look <clears throat> uh i don't know um I think it's a very cool show, yeah. uh, movie. I feel like he might be the Spider-Man of DC. I think it's uh, it might be him. Yeah, because I remember because uh, and for people that don't remember this, uh, Static Shock was out around the same time as. Oh, did I freeze? I don't think so. Okay, I just I, I don't know if my computer froze or if it's just the video that froze on my side. So, Static Shock was out at the same time as Batman Beyond, and mm-hmm. there were some crossover episodes, and Static served as the bridge Wait, how between... is that? How is it crossover? They had oh, a crossover? I'm going to explain. So, there right. was so there was an episode where, uh, where, yeah, where, where Batman Beyond was trying to find the Justice League, or, or trying to piece together the Justice League. I forgot what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and he runs into the older Static, like, longer mm-hmm. dreads, gray hair, mm-hmm. Stuff okay, like I that. remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and that that was it. Like he was the one that was trying to rebuild the Justice League, or he was in charge of the Justice League after it fell apart and stuff like that. So he was the bridge between the old and the new Justice League, similar to uh, Spider Man was part of. Well, version spider-man was part of mm-hmm. the original creation of the original uh just not just like uh, avengers um and then there's other versions where he kind of bridged into being the leader of the new avengers mm-hmm. um so yeah i can see that but i'm i'm excited the static was one of those shows that i i i love watching but i did not know anybody else that watched it and and knowing this excitement of people looking like when they announced this made me feel happy <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because the only reason why I say he's kind of like the Spider-Man for DC is because he's a kid growing up and he's got like a a very big follow up to be a big superhero in in the series. And uh, I, I keep remembering that he has such a weird, absurd costume, but it works. Uh, is he flying yeah. on the trash can trash lid? lid? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Electrified <laughs> I don't know trash how I feel lid. about that, like seeing him uh, do that. To be fair, to be fair, and the again, the show we saw was pretty much his origin story. Later yeah. on, he has uh, this uh, deployable disc that he throws on the ground. He's able to fly around. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Leave yeah, static it's alone. An upgraded trash can lid. <laughs> There you go. Uh, I forgot his friend. I know he had a goofy friend too, but anyways. Mm. All right, Anton. So that is it for DC Fandom or Fandome. Uh, anything else for news? Are we good? Move on to stream. Let's move on to stream. So these last two weeks, I've uh, done a lot of streaming more than okay. usual. Uh, I got to check out Harley Quinn. Uh, we talked about it last uh, episode. That I, was, I really was curious about checking it out once the DC streaming service uh, ported over to uh, HBO Max. I was hoping to check it out. As part of DC fandom, or fandom, however you want to say it, uh, they, that was one of the first shows that they moved over. Same weekend. So like, alright, I'll check it out. You know, first, I'll check out a couple episodes 
and then I'll, I'll, I'll ease into it. I binged it. Binged it in one weekend. Two seasons. Binge. Uh, <laughs> so needless to say, I loved it. Uh, the animation is very, I'll say Teen Titans, but like the anime version, not the, the, the cartoony one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but with the comedy of Archer. So the kind of like smart ass comments, just like commentary on their, their own universe kind of thing. Uh, Kaylee Cuoco, I practiced, uh, does it's a great job. Damn it. <laughs> About t- cookie. <laughs> uh, she does a great job of voicing her. I was kind of nervous at first because that first episode, she's wearing the kind of like the Batman the Animated Series Harley Quinn costume. Or like and the black, black, red, black, white. red with the hat. Yeah, with the jou- with the not jouster or what it was. Um, but yeah, like that hat. And she was like, say like she would say like whole Mister J or the whole put in some. <laughs> that was cringy. But yeah. then it's I don't know if it was purpose or just over time. Like as they were filming episodes, she let it go, and that was perfect. Like that she like the voice was awesome it matched it was great every now and then she would say that and i'm like oh crap she remembered <laughs> but um mm-hmm. that was like more season one uh season two she doesn't bring that up again uh the jester yeah, so season- jester i think you were looking jester, for the word jester. jester there we go jester jester <laughs> thank you mm-hmm. um yeah so the- i liked it though because it's even though it's a cartoon the themes were very adult uh it was very self I-, I think because i was questioning my 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 hobby skills uh it kind of hit home because it's kind of like a self-development reflection <clears throat> um it's yeah the first season was her pretty much trying to escape out of the joker's shadow uh both in a deep way but also in a joking way kind of thing uh second season is her discovering herself and fighting her past uh so i, I liked it and there's a, a poison ivy plays her best friend in this one uh king shark makes an appearance in this one uh hmm. psycho or dr psycho for what her name was uh played by i think alan tudyk i gotta make that double check that one hmm. uh let's see here oh he plays clayface Clayface plays like a kind of over the top um, thespian. He always wants to play a role. Like since he's made of clay, he can morph into any any person. So he takes mm-hmm. us an opportunity to show his performance his performance skills. <laughs> uh, like Bell plays Poison Ivy. Uh, let's see here. Tony Hale plays Doctor Psycho, and uh, oh, and uh, also. Diedrich Batter uh, plays Batman. Who he's been doing the voice of Batman for cartoons for a while now. Mm-hmm. Um, he has I'm a very a, deep voice. Like I don't think ridiculous. I can ever see Batman without his voice. Ridiculously voice. And the funny thing is, like that's just his voice. I, I yeah. the first time I saw him was on the Drew Carey show, and that was just his voice. And I think he was yeah. on the, he was on Office Space. Uh, it's it, yeah, that's just him. So it was perfect casting. Um, yeah. so I'm glad that they kind of they they, they carried over that um that kind of callback to the other Batman series. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I I dig it, dude. I I think you would love it. Um, definitely a lot of f bombs dropped, a lot of violence. Okay. Um, not for Elias. Not for I guess. kids. <laughs> not for Elias. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, all those times where you see explosions in Gotham as they're fighting it out and gunshots. Yeah. And this one, they show people getting hurt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm. uh, there's an episode where uh, plants took over, uh, I, I guess since it's, it's Gotham it's not, but it's supposed to be Central Park. Uh, mm-hmm. Plants were just growing and, and, and eating people, just, you know, stomping around, grabbing people, <clears throat> eating people in the hole. Yeah, something. <clears throat> But yeah, uh, check it out. I highly recommend that one. Okay. Uh, also checked out The Legend of Korra. Finally. Uh, compl- You're so I know, was it? I know, that was what, 2014 when this came out? 2013? Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought there was not, there was not streaming. It was not available on streaming. But it's available now on Netflix, which is why I checked it. Was it was available for streaming. 
It was available for streaming on the Nickelodeon. I don't want to hear it, Anton. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> the whole entire series. So, so this is, takes place seventy years after uh, the last Airbender. Uh, I, it's it's a bit of a time jump, but wait, the more I wait, saw, wait, 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 seventy years. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this takes place after uh, Aang and his friends have pretty much passed away, except for Korra, uh, not Korra, um, Katana, Katara, the Katara that's uh, still alive. But the rest of the gang is pretty much they, their kids have had kids. They're you know they're third generation by this point. Wait, is Zuko um, still alive? Uh no, uh his uh he probably plays an uncle or something like that. Uh, because now it's like the now it's a uh, what's his name is like grandson now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I mean, at first it was kind of weird that they had a time jump because now you're kind of like in the in the industrial age. It's like the early 1900s technology. But the more I saw it, the more it made sense. Like that they needed that to kind of differentiate between Ang's story and uh Korra's story. Uh, and you know, different problems now. So there's organized crime now. Uh, technology makes uh as better more of a threat against benders and also there's an anti-sentiment to to benders in general uh people that don't have the power hate on the people that do what's different uh so kind of comparing the two uh ang story was more wandering around the world trying to master the master the elements while also trying to stop a war at the same time mm-hmm. like he was just trying to put the pieces together as he was scrambling for time and he wasn't a time clock cora was more structured so they the white lotus tried to find who she was um and then they found her as a kid i think she was like four or something like that and they started training her from an early age to be the avatar uh so she stayed with the southern water tribe um where she ma- where her masters came to her to teach her so she's not very patient she's used to getting things her you know getting things immediately and she doesn't really understand her own world because she doesn't didn't really leave home um it's <sighs> I want to like this 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 series, but she is such a hard character to get to 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 love. Okay, that's where I was getting to. Yeah, she is. I think the reason why is like Aang is always wanting to learn these new skills, and, and you're she, rooting for him. Yeah, she thinks that she can master them like right away. Um, and yeah, it's kind of like a letdown with her story at the very beginning, but you can totally tell when the whole story started uh, transitioning to a better uh, storyline, probably yeah. around after like the after the second during okay. the third third and fourth act it started getting a lot better okay mm-hmm. um yeah it's uh i mean i guess the other way to see it is um ang when ang was impatient because he was not perfect he had his own mm-hmm. his own his own things because he was a kid he was 10 years old mm-hmm. when he was impatient it was to to help people like i'm trying my best to help people right now like like i i know i need to learn this but there's no time uh with cora it's she's no she's the avatar and she thinks that that is enough for her to get things done. And then people kind of look at her going, uh, no, fuck you. And then they just shock her with the glove. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And then it's annoying too. Cause she, she's like, I want to help you. But I want to like, I'm the avatar. You can't stop me. And then cut to 10 minutes later in the episode when she's crying saying like, I never asked to be the avatar. Like, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I'm kind of into it. Uh, I would, I mean, right now I'm kind of in the middle of whether mm-hmm. I like the series or not. Uh, they definitely did it, a good it job better. with it. It gets better. It gets okay. much better. It gets, yeah. It gets better. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm going to kind of shuffle around here. I'm going to go to the tax collector. So this okay. is one, this is a movie you, about you where about you tra- go to the, um, the city hall and you pay your taxes. Yes. It's a great, great epic story. Kind of like, well, where's my car kind of thing. Dude, where's my car kind of story. <laughs> 
okay. yeah, we talked about this what two episodes ago? Last episode, two episodes, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the, we saw the trailer. You and Carl were super excited about these this trailer out of a group of like three or two. Um, so for those that don't remember, uh, a tax collector working for a local crime lord finds his family's safety compromised when a rival of his boss shows up in L.A. and upends the business. <sighs> I'm going to be very careful here about what I reference because I hated this movie. (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, Shia was the most gangster or was more gangster than the main character. And, and Martha (laughs) pointed, even pointed out saying, Oh my God, his, even though his, his gang name was creeper, his nickname was creeper, which like that, that made me cringe. But the way he talked in Spanish or like said certain things in Spanish sounded gangster. But when the main character said stuff in Spanish, I was like, I'm not one to throw stones in in the glass house because I'm kind of a coconut myself. But (laughs) even I could deliver those lines better. (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's I don't know it, and and I think this also gives credit to Shia as both a writer and an actor. I bet you anything Shia gave notes about his lines, like he did his lines and he says, "Can I try it this way?" Or he would do other things to kind of I guess what punch up punch up his lines mm-hmm. uh, because his dialogue compared to some of the other characters is totally night and day. Um, I'll I'll put it this way. Uh, there's a scene where uh, also George Lopez was in this movie. I that one was a nice little like. <laughs> <laughs> nice little Easter egg threw in there. Mm-hmm. So there's a there's a scene where George George Lopez's character was like this badass that has been in the gang for a while. He's OG. He knows how the streets used to be. Um, and before everything got organized. Um, so him and he, he's about to go with his OG crew to go kill a guy. And he walks up to his nephew and he says, "Hey, I'm going to go take care of that thing we talked about." And the main character just nods, like, "Cool." That's all that needed to be said, right? That's fine. That's they're 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 in like at a family gathering they don't want to make a big deal about it fine then george lopez's character goes on to say uh once i kill blah 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 he will no longer be a problem for us and he's like what was the point of him trying to be subtle <laughs> why did he just come and say hey i'm gonna kill what's his face cool all right we're back <laughs> it's uh, it just shows like it's uh, there was no consistency in the dialogue. The character <laughs> development was bad. Uh, I think that's the thing about David Ayer. Like he, his movies, like Ayer. sometimes uh, some of the dialogue isn't that great. Yeah. And the character motivations were, were blah. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's some of the things that they made that they, uh, uh, I really want to say more, but I don't want to spoil this. Um, <laughs> we can talk about it afterwards. If you do check it out, I'll, I'll, I'll let you know what the things I, I, I dislike, but Oh, this is cringy. Uh, but props to Shia. Shia did a great job. Um, and also, I, I I need to look up if he did this one before Fury or after Fury. Um, but Martha pointed out that his the, the, <clears throat> the scars that his character has mm-hmm. were the ones that he did to himself for Fury. <clears throat> yeah, and he took out a tooth for Fury. Oh, I could, I don't know. It's his teeth though. Uh, real teeth. Like he actually pulled it out. Like. Well, his he he said real scars on this one too. So yeah, and uh, I think that's why the director said that this guy's dedicated. Uh, oh yeah, this is definitely before Fury. So Fury was was from 2014. Uh, this was filmed in 2019. So mm-hmm. yeah, definitely definitely carried over. Oh, and look at that. IMDb has it a 4.7 out of 10, and uh, Meta score is 22. So boom, <laughs> my hatred is justified. Yeah. All right, it's on. Uh, I'm not gonna go too into high score. Well, one, one one question about yeah. the tax collector. Yeah. Um, do you? Th- it, it was kind of like a a controversial thing. 
is Shia brown faced? He's not brown faced. That, yeah. I think that's. I mean, that, I, I live in California, and sometimes I use Mexican slang. No, it's not even you that. It, it's his character could easily be because you don't know. You, you, they never say his. I don't think they ever say his full name. He just goes mm-hmm. by Creeper. Um, but I mean, I know light skinned Mexicans. I know. I, I know people that know, live in that area that yeah. that is full on white, probably yeah, even and they Jewish. Just, yeah, and, and they, they still just, talk like that. Yeah, they just grew up around that dialect. Like, it's not mm-hmm. like they're using, like, negative terms, but they have that, they pick up that way of talking uh, mm-hmm. because that's how their community talks. Yeah, so it's, plus, like, if you're going to school with all the other kids that are speaking the same way, yeah. Yeah, it's it, it just, it, uh, again, I... <laughs> <laughs> this is something I, I shared with my girlfriend a while ago. Um, I have a terrible habit of if I'm talking to somebody with an accent, within five minutes, without with zero intention, zero subconsciously, I just start mimicking their their accent. And I swear, it's a normal thing. I'm shocked I never got fired at the branch when I worked at, at, at the at the bank. Because uh, there was there was one like, uh, Australian guy came in and I was having a full on conversation for them for like for five. I mean, it was probably three to five minutes, but it felt longer because I realized what I was doing and I couldn't stop myself. <laughs> And <laughs> as he was walking away, he was like, oh, you're, thank you're, you. throwing, like, you're throwing alligator slangs with him or something. Like, I was like, yeah, no, no worries. <laughs> and it's like uh, just small things. Like I would catch myself midway and just try to All right, hide mate. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, it, it probably doesn't help that I also listen to uh, a paranormal podcast that's hosted by Australians. So yeah. I know some of the <laughs> slang too. Yeah. Even if he even if he didn't drop it, I know it. Um, yeah. yeah, so I I can see somebody that grew up in that area just that's just the way they talk. Yeah, and then he leaves. Uh, you're like, have a good one, mate. Oh, but <laughs> also uh, again, I think Shia did so much to develop this character. Uh, some of the dialogue as they're driving around tax collecting, um, is like him talking about like him being on a yeah, keto diet or something like that. He's doing keto. He's doing yoga. He's doing, like all this stuff. Like he's very like he's like he's all gangster in front of it. Like he's like uh to some of the, I think the opening scene is uh him intimidating some like new new gangsters new bloods uh and that one of the guys is in like do you know who he is yeah i know who he is who is he i heard he's the devil and he's like yeah it could be the devil cut to five minutes later in the movie yeah so i'm on the keto diet because you know your body is a temple man (laughs) (laughs) i was like oh that's that has to be shia that does freaking punch up the dialogue yeah yeah all right uh so i i mean i'm not gonna go too into it because i'm i'm i haven't finished the first episode but have you seen high score yet Mm-mm. I dude, the first episode hooked me. Um, so for those that don't know, High Score is similar to those other documentaries. Uh, say like the, the toys that made us, the movies that made us. I don't think it's by the same people, but it's the same type of casualness and love for the topic. Um, without as many of the goofy edits mm-hmm. uh, or narration. Uh, but it's it, it's nicely done, dude. It's, it's more it's, it's less of a deep dive into that world and more of a. I heard it described as an essay, an essay mm-hmm. about the the early gaming world, um, and it's it goes from like the creation of cartridge gaming to the inevitable inevitable thing that we still face in the gaming world today, which is people master really repetitive games really really quickly, mm-hmm. um, and it so goes it's like, into uh, it's kind of like a King of Kong, but more in depth with. Uh other different yeah, King, games too. Yeah, King King of Kong focused on specifically on King Kong. So this one goes more into the whole gaming world as a whole. So mm-hmm. they'll occasionally touch on where we are now, where we were before, and then where we started. Mm-hmm. 
And the mods that they were talking about were uh, made by these MIT students where they were doing, uh, they're playing Missile, Missile Command. They, they as a side business to help with their tuition, they bought an, arc- an arcade cabinet and set it up in, in their dorm room and people could come in and play their, their arcade game. And then little by little, they're like, all right, well, we bought another cabinet. And then these other people in this other dorm building wanted to play too. So they bought more cabinets and they put some in there. And they pretty much made these like dorm room arcades unintentionally that by their junior year, they had so much money that they just didn't even finish school. I think one was like a, like a semester away from from finishing MIT. And he said, fuck it. Like, I'm, I'm good. I'm going to keep doing this. And uh, he they talked about how they modified Missile Command to make the missiles more um, random, faster. Mm-hmm. And they added some uh, some extra colors to the explosion. So it's not just a solid white explosion. It's, wow. you know, flashing they're, they're red. They're really getting into the nitty gritty of customizing I know. the game. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and then they, I, I, I had to stop it because it was getting late last night of um, they're going into Pac-Man. Mm-hmm. Pac-Man was one of those that has the, the ghost had a specific pattern. The map was always the same. Uh, so if you can master their patterns, you can pretty much do the same pattern over and over again and keep playing the game. Uh, so they were starting to do a mod for Pac-Man. And that's where Miss Pac-Man came from. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, for like Missile Command, I think they sold like the little like mod kits for $220. And since there were so many arcades at the time that were losing money because they would invest a lot of money into these cabinets and eventually little by little they made less and less money that the $220 was worth the investment that by in one quarter of a fiscal year they made I think think half a million or One almost quarter. half a million dollars yeah, yeah i get it uh they made yeah they, they made like uh, i'll say 200 or 300 thousand in just that time from just making mod kits for 220 dollars wow that's pretty crazy yeah dude so I, i'm i think there's like six or six or eight episodes i forgot it was i won't go into that further but that's mm-hmm. I, I i'm hooked on it all right since we're already talking about games let's get into gaming smooth so smooth DC fan, and I put Phantom on this one. Uh, <laughs> DC fandom uh, for gaming. Uh, Gotham Knights. Uh, this is gonna be an open world game where you are playing as uh, one of the Bat families, either Robin, Nightwing, Red Hood, or Batgirl. Uh, and this takes place after Batman has died. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Anton? Looks pretty badass, dude. This looks like a game that I would like to play. Um, the characters alone have so many different skill sets than what you would normally play as Batman with. So that's something that I want to explore. Um, Because I played a lot of Batman games in the past and Mm -hmm. there wasn't a whole lot of um, other characters that you could play. I mean, there was one where you could play the Joker. There's one where you could play uh, Harley Quinn. Mm -hmm. Um, But I I think there was also one where you could play... um, Robin, but mm-hmm. not Nightwing. So, yeah, yeah and uh, they did talk about the, the skill tree. So there is not going to be any leveling up. Uh, like you, your character is what it is, but you do develop a skill tree throughout the game, and you can go anywhere. Again, I guess it's gonna be like the next gen of or how we what should expect for the next gen games now, especially because Halo said the same thing, and now they're saying the same thing here that your character is what it is. You can start this open world anywhere you want, go anywhere you want, um, but you just develop your character with a skill tree over time. Yeah, 
and just go kill the boss and end the game. Right. Uh, so they, <laughs> I mean, probably can't right away, but uh, yeah. so the, the idea was there. So say you're playing uh, Batgirl, Batwoman, for what they're going with on this one. Uh, mm-hmm. But say you're playing her, you can do multiplayer with another person playing Batwoman, Batwoman, Batgirl, and still be the same, a different gaming experience because you both have different, it, I almost nearly uh, or completely different uh, skill trees. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah, I mean, because you know that's me, and, and I had to ask. I'm like, who who's gonna be the who's gonna be the basic bitch character in, in this one? Uh, Nightwing, Nightwing, or uh, or what I say, Robin, Nightwing, Nightwing or Robin? And uh, I think yeah, it's I Robin. Think, <laughs> I think Robin. Robin's gonna be. The, I don't know. I think Robin's whatever. I think Robin's always gonna be seen as the the the, the sidekick. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think Nightwing is gonna be the common one for guys and fuck Batman. <laughs> I can't wait till they port. I can't wait till they port that over. Yeah. Uh, and then, all right. So next one, they also su- showed Suicide uh, Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad kill the Justice League. Uh, same thing. Open world. You're playing as the well, open world, but you're playing as a Suicide Squad. And during the trailer, they talked about like you know same same setup about we know Suicide Squad is you have to go do these missions to help yourself get out of Arkham Arkham Jail or whatever. Um, and then during the trailer, they reveal your target is the Justice League. I don't know about this one. I mean. I, I, mm-hmm. I, I can see the character variance working, but... Yeah, so, uh, do you really kill the Justice League? Because, I mean, you're playing the bad guys. Yeah. Yeah. And I, 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 I forgot to take notes here, but I forgot which one. I think this one takes place in the Arkham, the Arkham uh, universe. Hmm. One of the okay. two, yeah, I think it's, I think this one takes place in Arkham Universe. I think the Bat Bat Family one isn't doesn't Gotham Knights is not placing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean I, I don't know. I, I'm never big on superhero video games, uh, mainly because they always feel so on rails because they want to keep the story the same as the movie or as the story or whatever they want. Um, you don't really get to develop the character, but these two kind of feel like they're actually letting you do your own thing more well if you were to compare that to spider-man games that's totally different wait <laughs> yeah. what part but the, the no the i'm talking tra- about like you saying that um video game movie games um typically you know, they yeah typically but that's but, been, but but i think that's why spider-man's game was such a success though mm-hmm. um how many movie-based games are, are hits well the first two games weren't, weren't really like movie-based uh, yeah. The ones on the PS are not movie based. Insomniac, yeah, that yeah. because that one just uses the 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 cannon to mm-hmm. drive the story, and then after mm-hmm. that's all you. All right, Tom. Uh, so I mean, we'll see what comes out from these games, mm-hmm. uh, and then finally, I just want to go over this one really quickly. So last for my last birthday, I got Gears of War five, and I didn't play it because I just didn't have time at the time. And then four or five five and then this year as part of deals with gold or games free games with gold or whatever for xbox they did they gave a copy of gears of war 4 so i'm like perfect mm. i can play gears of war 4 and then make my way up to gears of war 5 i forgot how bad the mechanics are for these games <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's hard to maneuver the uh, the, the actual character because it feels man- like your character is like a, a tank yeah, it's hard maneuvering. Yeah. Uh, I and I think I fell in love with the the story and the just the universe that they built. And I, I I do want to delve into. I think I'm more I'm gonna get more into the novels of these games than I would about the games. 
because as I'm playing through, I, I think I was like probably chapter because they go by chapters instead of levels. So chapter seven. And I still feel like I was in a tutorial. And as I'm walking through, I'm realizing I feel nauseous. I really thought I was feeling sick. And it is it's the damn game. I like the, the way the camera moves and pans as I'm hiding and popping up to shoot. It's shaking. It's shaking and it's wobbling. It's going like mm-hmm. so it's, it's it moves it moves a lot. Uh, so I I don't know, dude. I I, I want to finish this game, but it's so hard. <laughs> <laughs> I had yeah. to take that that uh that that anti anti motion sickness medication. <laughs> when oh, like no way. On it. I don't uh, know. His, I, I, histamine. Well, no, no, that's for allergies. It's a uh, dorm dorm dormamine. Mm, uh, dramamine. 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 Yeah. yeah. I don't know, dude, but I, I just, yeah. I don't know. Did, did you play the first Grace of War or first Yeah, year? I did. Uh, yeah, I did. Is that how you they, remember it too? Yeah. I didn't really like the controls of the game, but yeah. it seems like it was popular everywhere else. Yeah. So um, we don't have any other games on the list, but I did play a game uh, during our two weeks. Oh, I nice. played a game called Among Us. Uh, it is a multiplayer game. Uh, I think you can play up to 10 people. Um, it's one of so those familiar? games where like, you know, those IO games where you like, um, there's like different IO games on, on, on the browser, uh-huh. like Slither or um, uh, Scribble IO, remember Scribble? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So this is that, that, that type of uh, graphics on the game. So uh, what this is, it's kind of like playing Mafia. Okay. Or playing um, Secret Hitler. Oh, okay, okay. I, I just yeah. pulled it up right now. Yeah, okay. so it's like playing those games where you're trying to figure out who's the culprit. So Among Us is basically a game uh, about uh, having someone being infected. You don't know who. You're mm-hmm. on a spaceship and you're trying to repair this this uh, spaceship because someone among us <laughs> is an alien killing each other yeah so and, and, let's say and, like you you're, you're you're walking into your room you're fixing something and then all of a sudden uh you get uh, um isolated and the person who is infected will will take advantage and kill you <laughs> and then when someone goes and sees there's a dead body they report it and they say hey I just saw a dead body and I saw this person go in there. So you can basically like blame someone else. Uh, you can do a bunch of stuff and you yeah. can like, you know, basically uh, yell at each other. Yeah. So it, it's a very cool game. It's it's kind of like, um, uh, yeah, like all, all those games I just said, Mafia and yeah. stuff. But this, you're actually moving around. Yeah. And, and to give people a little... Uh, perspective what the animation looks like you're, you're pretty much a, a different color minion from the movie yeah. minions <laughs> yeah. uh, which is probably why you can't tell if somebody's an alien or not mm. so when you become like a ghost uh, mm-hmm. you can go and still fix the ship as a ghost mm-hmm. so then uh, you can uh, help the survivors That's, that sucks as an afterlife <laughs> yeah. oh my god I'm dead can I go to heaven no your shift starts now <laughs> Because you're trying to do whatever you can to uh, to save the the survivors. So yeah. It's kind of funny. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's cool. So it's a uh, Android iOS. Uh, yeah. You, you can play on uh, on on the PC. I think it's you, you have to pay like five dollars on the PC. Yeah. Uh, on the phones are free. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You should so. check it out. It's pretty cool. It's pretty fun. Yeah. Sounds like a good little time killer. Mm-hmm. All right, Anton. If people want to keep killing time with us, how can they help us? They can do that by going to our website at www.the2oc.com and maybe buy a sticker, hat, t-shirt. And if there was something that we talked about on the show or something that is on our Instagram or social media, uh, any of the links takes, yeah, any of the links take any of them to 
the Amazon page and it will give us a little kickback. Nice. Uh, people can also follow us on social media at the 2OC on, on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, occasionally, I do post links on Twitter for uh, certain products we talked about or just things that, you know, I found good deals on that I think our audience might enjoy. Uh, click those links, buy the item, doesn't cost you anything extra, and we do get a kickback for that. So it's an easy way to support us while you benefit too. Oh, okay. and, uh, and uh, yeah, oh, I'm sorry. Right. I say, and don't forget us a thumbs up, uh, five stars on whatever the platform you listen to us on to uh, help us out that way too. Sorry, go on. Yeah. So uh, if you're listening to us on, uh, you know, a Tesla, for example, yeah, thumbs up on there. <laughs> <laughs> that was cool. Yeah, surprisingly, it's on there. I, I, it's so weird. Um, yeah. So this week's episode is also brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook, download, and 30 day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash the 2OC. There are over 180,000 titles to choose from, and you use it on your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player if you have one of those. Um, this week, I'm going to be recommending uh, any of the video game books um, on here. Uh, last time, Alan was talking about uh, Halo. Uh, I see some Mass Effect uh, books in here that I've, I, I didn't even knew that they had. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, very interesting. They also have Assassin's Creed 2, yeah. uh, which I'm a big fan of. And so you read my mind because I pulled up to see what Gears of War novels there were. And uh, they do have the five book series plus like two extra ones that are probably standalone stories. Uh, but yeah, check out uh, Gears of War Asphos Fields, uh, which is the mm-hmm. first uh, in the series. Yeah. And plus, um, since we're talking about books, I don't know if we mentioned this yet. But uh, Ready Player Two is now on pre-order, so um, I don't know if Alan put a link out yes, for pre-order. Yes, but I did. Uh, yeah, um, I'll, it I'll pin it to the top of our back. Twitter. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, is that Anton? All right. I think that's it. All right. So much reading to do this these next two weeks. Yeah. All right. So for the two OC, I'm Alan Flores. And I'm Anton Duong. See you guys. See you. Time to get some food.